Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. and you're listening to the Celtics Life Podcast. Hello and welcome into this week's episode of the Celtics Life Podcast. What else could we be talking about but the injuries they are plaguing the seas, but we'll also break down the playoff implication and the rumors that are already starting to swirl for this summer's free agency and their connection to Boston. I'm Tova Lane alongside Mark Allison. Mark, how you feeling? I'm feeling better than the Celtics are right now, man. Pretty banged up. Yeah, you're dealing with your own injury, though. <laughs> yeah, you're, right. so, yeah you're, you're paralleling our team. <laughs> right. Injury. A day after Dice goes down, I tore my own meniscus. Yeah. yeah Not a season ender for me, though. I got to take a couple weeks off of bowling, but uh, I'll be back out there. <laughs> yeah, it's it, so Tice, you, one of our, our key contributors for Celtics Life, that's a tough injury. At least it wasn't like a hand injury because that would yeah. be harder to, to work with. We need your writing. We need your contributions. And, and when I asked my doctor about, you know, what, do I have to get surgery on this? And he laughed and said, you're not a professional athlete. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. So as far as those surgeries have gone, we saw Tice had surgery. Marcus Smart had hand surgery to fix the, the ligament, I believe, in his hand. Uh, obviously, you've got these other injuries. Jalen Brown won't need in, uh, any surgery of sorts. Concussion, you just go through the protocol. But mm-hmm. you and I were also talking about something you'd heard on the radio earlier about Kyrie Irving and his knee and the, what at least might be the cause for the soreness. What I, This was all on Felger and Mez. So I mean, you have to take it with a grain of salt, but like, what did you hear? Yeah, so I, no, I was driving home from work. Now, coming at this, we're recording this on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, so uh, a lot of you guys have probably listened to us Wednesday or Thursday. So maybe there's more details about this out then. But... Um, according to Tony Maserati and his sources, and, and granted, like you said, grain of salt, but they've been right about stuff like this before, so maybe, you know, not, not, not necessarily the worst source. Um, but um, So apparently, and, and I think this is common knowledge, that the, the soreness in Kyrie's knee goes back to um, the 2015 playoffs. It was LeBron's first year back with the Cavs, and um, he bro- dislo- uh, broke his kneecap in that, series what was it against the hawks right i believe so yeah. um because the hawks were well, it was the eastern conference finals so it was before the the finals that year and um uh it, you know so that you know he was out for the year he got two screws put in um and apparently that is what's causing the discomfort that he has now and it's why his knee flares up from time to time um those screws have to get out um they're not you know you don't, you don't want to leave those in there the longer they stay in the worse it is um, I'm not really sure why this wouldn't have been addressed in like the off season. Um, I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that last off season um, they were trying to trade him. And when you traded him to a new team, um, obviously this was discussed. I'm, I'm sure the Celtics saw this coming. Eventually they probably thought he could get through the year and do this in the off season. Uh, it's not a major surgery to remove the screws, but um, 
the the problem is like you know it's obviously going to take him it would sideline him for a few weeks now um what tony maserati was reporting that was new is that the celtics have him going for a second opinion uh, tomorrow which would be wednesday or, or as soon as tomorrow anyways to um see if those screws need to come out now which and if that's the case um we're talking about irving being down yeah i i but that would that would end his yeah. season, I would imagine. Um, so that's um, that is the you know the the, the newsflash I just got driving home. Don't know how accurate that is, but I mean, should they decide to do that? Yeah, that, I mean, that would be it for this season. So <laughs> I want. I mean, this makes me think about back when the the rumors came out. I think it was in January that he had been threatening the Cavaliers front office to get knee surgery if they didn't trade mm-hmm. him. And this makes yes. it seem like that actually could be a possibility. I think a lot of Boston sports media disregarded that as just a rumor. And yeah, and it now it sounds like maybe he did hold that over there. And maybe I mean it's possible that he did, but maybe it's more that we just disregarded the fact that he was talking about knee surgery. That maybe we thought. I think I remember reading stuff that's like, well, he's not playing at a level that looks like he needs surgery. It just it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he's got any knee problems. I mean, he had some knee soreness, but it wasn't until February that he was missing games because of it. So right. now maybe it's more clear that he has needed this since last summer and he postponed it. And mm-hmm. maybe it's finally just, you know, it's coming to the front that he has to get this done. And the Celtics might just be out of luck as far as, as what's going on. Cause I mean, we, we played a great season up to this point, but a lot of it has been mm-hmm. because we've been lucky to tell Gordon Hayward excluded from that. Right. You know, how, and now, if he can't return, what is, I mean, Terry Rozier has done a damn good job filling his shoes as a backup. I mean, he's, he's not a replacement, but he's yeah, a backup. You know, and he's been, he's really got a job. hell of a showcase. So, I, I guess, is there any picture for the Celtics in the playoffs? I guess not in the playoffs, but like actually making a run in the playoffs without Kyrie Irving and obviously Gordon Hayward. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think they could, they could possibly win a first round matchup, depending on who that was, right? But um, when you're talking about Smart, wouldn't be back for that first round matchup. Um, obviously, no Hayward, no Kyrie. I mean, look, I, I don't. That's, I, I think at that point you're, you're punting, right? Then you're not even going to bother rushing Smart back. You're definitely not rushing Hayward back. Um, <clears throat> so if, if that is the case, then you know, then that that's it we'll see you next year <laughs> i think and i've talked about this a bunch of times and especially right after gordon Hayward went down i said that that eliminates the pressure on the celtics to contend this year and that i i thought was true for the first two games then we went on that 16 game winning streak and the, the pressure was back on Kyrie was playing well tatum was playing extremely well for his level and this celtics team was exceeding all the expectations without gordon Hayward. I think not necessarily a contention or a belief that we were going to contend for the championship this year, but at least that we were going to make a, a huge splash and maybe make it to the finals, possibly. I, I don't. I, I think that yeah. that pressure is back on, but maybe if Kyrie can't come back again, again, it's, it's off. off. Like yeah. we're just like kind of putting this on and off the stove. Like I, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, and that kind of sucks because I mean. Even without Hayward, it, it's definitely plausible that they could have came out of the Eastern Conference if everybody else is relatively healthy, right? 
Um, obviously, Toronto's playing the best, you know, their best basketball right now, but Cleveland's definitely vulnerable. Um, obviously, they'll be a little bit better when Kevin Love gets back, but they're pretty much a mess. And, you know, what other team really scares you, you know? Washington doesn't scare me. Um, well, at least not if we're healthy, right? But we're talking no Kyrie, and we certainly won't be Toronto without him. That's yeah. that's for sure. Well, I think Kevin Love is coming back today. Is that right? I didn't even realize it was that soon. Uh, or last night, actually. I think he came back. Did he, yeah, did he, he went last night? scored 18 points, I think. So, yeah, he had a pretty good game. And well, they won, you know? Pretty, pretty well, there you go. I mean, he's, hey, he's going to take care of a lot of, uh, you know, he, he's basically, de facto, he's the second, he's going to be their second scorer, right? Their best rebounder. Um, their inside guy. I mean, he, he fills a lot of holes that they, you know, it, at least they can get their offense back to what they like. Yeah, I mean, they've right? been floundering since the trade deadline. They had a, a good stretch for, like, the immediate games afterwards, but then have fallen off hard since then. And they're, I mean, out of second mm-hmm. place, the Celtics basically have a lock. We've got a six-game advantage on the Cavs for, for third right. with, you know, only... What are we at? We're at seventy games. We got twelve games left. We're to win. Yeah, you know, five hundred, five hundred ball for the next twelve games. Yeah. Against, I mean, yeah, we got some tough teams coming up, but like the, the C's are basically locked for the two seed. And obviously, I mean, the the Cavs mm-hmm. aren't going to win all twelve. They have to then win them all, right? Right. And we still have a couple matchups with Toronto, but you wonder Toronto being ahead by so much. Um, and when when it gets to that too, where I guess obviously it'll depend on where that lead is. But um, you know, are they going to be resting guys or what? Or, or you know, or are they going to um, try to mash us just to make an example out of us, anyways? Right. Well, so let's let's put that the the Felger and Maz stuff aside and say Kyrie comes back with the return of Jalen Brown, who, who's coming back sometime in the next week or so, I would assume. Yeah, let's say they're both back yeah. like sometime next week. Right. Does that get the Celtics games. back on track? I mean, I, I wouldn't say that we've been really... I mean, we, we had that tough game against the Wizards where it went to double overtime, which honestly was lost on a single defensive possession at the buzzer in the fourth quarter where Marcus Morris mm-hmm. went to defend yep. a layup and got left a wide-open <laughs> guy on the, on the corner. But, yeah, I was really impressed with that showing. So, like, I wouldn't say that the, the Cs are, like, really struggling really hard without Kyrie and Jalen. I mean, obviously a bit of a mist from the lineup mm-hmm. for sure, but does this get us back on track to the point where we're not getting blown out by the Pelicans? Well, if you want to look at it glass half full anyways, these guys playing these big, huge roles, especially with Rosaire, like we've seen him since he's been playing expanded minutes since Smart yeah. hurt his hand the first time. Um, I, you know, he's, he's you know been a, a force. He's just doing everything on the court. Um, and then when he moves back into that role, I mean, you know, he's he's gained all this experience, all this confidence. Uh, so you're looking at like your a boost, your bench unit, yeah. like from within, right? Uh, he's playing, you know, great right now. Um, Smart was playing great until he got hurt this last time too. He had the, like one of his best games of his career. Um, he was, you know, a man on a mission since he came back after breaking his hand or cutting his lacerating his hand, whatever, um, on his own. You know, so. I think that, like, when your bench is getting, like, those guys instead of those guys, you know, it, it's, it's huge, especially when the roster, like, slims down a little. I know we know that Brad plays pretty deep, but 
playoffs come still, they're, he's going to stick with the guys. Like if Kyrie's healthy, he was saying he's limited his minutes to about what 30 minutes a game. And he'll be playing a lot more. You know, he'll be playing some close to 40 minute games. And when, if we get to the playoffs, as long as his knee's good. So, I mean, do you consider resting Kyrie for the rest of the year? I mean, like, or most of the rest of the year? You mean the regular season? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, if his knee is, if, if he can play on it, it's not going to do any damage and they're going to play him in the playoffs. I mean, you know, I, I think he's definitely going to sit, you know, sometime anyways, right? Or less minutes, right? You, you want him firing all cylinders when you get in there. So um, if it takes a couple weeks to, to let his knee, you know, come down and, and then he can ramp it up again, then, hey, cool with me. Take the time off. We, like you said, we have such a cushion right now for for the, the two seed, you know, it's not going to hurt us. And we're certainly not going to catch Toronto with all these injuries. And keep, I mean, keep Rozier rolling. You know, I mean, he's done such yeah, a great job as a starter. Let yep. him keep going. The, the problem is that you run into is, though, with, with, that, with Smart out, too, that we're missing two point guards there. So, um, you know, you're going to lead heavy on Shane Larkin, which, I mean, he's been playing yeah. pretty well himself. So, but, you know... Um, not ideal, obviously. I think the only guy that I think has been playing poorly is Nader. I think he's the, yeah, only, he's the only one who I think is, is not pulling his weight. Those four free throws that he missed in a row at that Pelicans game. And that, that was the turning point in the game, down six. And then he missed four, got fouled on that three-pointer, mm-hmm. flagrant fouled on that three-pointer, mm-hmm. and missed all four three throws. Yep. And the, that was that was all she wrote. But you could feel the the energy sucked out of the Celtics yep. right from that. Yep. So I don't know what it is with him, man. It, it's uh, something. I don't know if it's the pressure playing, worried about getting yanked. I don't know what it is. But the, it uh, the James Young syndrome. Yeah, seriously, yeah. D League killer. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, the James Young. Too bad. Yeah, it, it affects the players who have so much potential, and then you know they destroy yeah. in the G League, and then they, and the wild. Yeah, I mean, like, he killed in the G League, but, I mean, Nader didn't have the expectations on him that James Young did. True. You know, it's not like he was a first-round pick, and yet still, you know, it's too bad because he's a dynamic guy. He's a long dude. He can shoot. He can drive. He's a pretty good defender. So it's too bad he can't really get it together. Yeah, because that that's that's the thing, right? Nader wouldn't be seeing any minutes without these injuries. I mean, some, right. like, mostly garbage time. Yeah. Smart, and I'm we'll look at this glass, glass half full, as you said a little earlier. Smart is six to eight weeks, and we are four weeks from the playoffs. First round will be without Marcus Smart. Yeah, so you you'd be looking at like maybe the middle of the second round if if it was you know if he was uh, best case scenario, right? Yeah. So first round right now would be against the Heat. Okay. How crucial is Marcus Smart to that matchup? Marcus Smart. Matchup, but. Well, arguably, yeah, but I mean, like, how, you know, can we win a series I think they can, against they can beat without him if Kyrie's healthy, right? Yeah, you say that, and, but Kelly Olynyk went off, man. He had like 30 points the other night. You know what, though? That guy does not scare me. <laughs> and you know why? Because we've seen him for years. Have you ever stood I, I, next to him? Have you ever... He's playing good. He's playing Playoff good. Kelly Olynyk. Playoff Kelly Olynyk is a scary Yeah, that's true. He did, does his last game here, he, he did light it up, but not, but, well, not his last game. I don't know, something about Kelly Olenek just doesn't really... I'm going to read you a stat line from last night's game. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 blocks. Shot uh, just under 69% from the field. Dude's a monster. Is that Anthony yeah. Davis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm reading Anthony Davis' stats. Kelly Olenek, yeah. they're the same guy. 
That's wild. Yeah, well, look, look at these highlights. <laughs> I'm feeling good about Al locking him up, though. He knows how he plays. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but the last time, every, every like, returning Celtic has done really well against the Seas this season. Well, Exception like a Peter Johnson. It's time for that to end. <laughs> so, all right, so what's your prediction for that matchup then? Six games, five games? Uh, so obviously, I think it's a, you know, if we don't have Smart, um, if Kyrie, if Kyrie's fine, then yeah, I think we still beat them in. I'd say six games, right? Uh, yeah, it, maybe it's a little more difficult. Uh, I don't think they would take us to seven. Um, yeah, I, obviously, I would, I would agree, barring any like catastrophe or something. Yeah, right, right. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't think they're a bad matchup for us. Um, now, what would their second round look like as of right now? What are we looking at? Um, we would be looking at the Cavs or. The Sixers, depending on who okay, plays that so, match. So we need the Cavs to slide down a little bit more, so we can get Washington, right? Or uh, it's possible in, Indiana moves up, and Indiana's had a number this year. If, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that would be a series that I would really like to see Marcus Smart in too. The middle of the East from three down, yeah, three all the way to eight. It's separated by four games, right? So it's it's just kind of this mess. Like could this this could change it. drastically. You know, like the Bucks could slide into seven. We could play them first round, mm-hmm. or you know, the Sixers could slide into the four or five matchup. The Cavs could drop down to four, and then we play the Pacers, the Wizards. You know, it it could be it, it's a mess. And like obviously, we won't know until you know, like a week before the playoffs. More concrete picture, but and even then, we might not know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, maybe maybe we just have to wait till the buzzer <coughs> the final game but yeah i mean just right now the heat i think are doable the bucks i think also would be a six game team you know i'm not scared of like the rest of their lineup outside of Giannis. yeah i mean you kind of just have to deal with him he's going to do what he does and just kind of shut everybody else down Ooh, how did it do you think the Cavs fall off because of tyron lu we should we should have talked about that tyron lu taking a step away because of medical issues he's going to take a break from coaching for a little bit to get back on track. Says that he plans on coaching still this season. But if that's weeks, do you think that slows down the Cavs at all? Do you think that their replacement for him keeps him chugging? Or, or how do you think that works? Do you, do you actually think he's coaching the Cavs? <laughs> I, I think that, honestly, he took the break so that he could just like work on plays. Like He just doesn't have yeah. enough time in 30-second timeouts to draw plays. So right now he's just like... <laughs> He's sitting at all, just drawing all these ones that he likes. I think he's just on the verge of a nervous breakdown from dealing with LeBron all year. I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it's it, it's when you see a player, the the you know the how many times have we seen them this year go at it or LeBron like belittle him in front of? The, I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it's it, 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 that cannot be a healthy working environment, <laughs> right? People say that you're supposed to be stars. Can you picture? Can you picture like? Kyrie Irving, like just dead up, getting up and screaming at Brad Stevens in front of everybody. I, I can't. No, but that's a, that's a different locker room. It's, it's a different, that's a different. Basketball. Sure, I guess, but I mean, I don't know, man. That's uh, I. I mean, I, I don't see anything changing in terms of you know what's going on, going to go on on the court. They're still going to play the same game. Um, it, you know, it's if they get it together, it'll be because Kevin Love came back. I don't, I don't think it'll have anything to do with the coach. People say that players need rest. Nobody says the coaches need rest. Yeah. You know? Remember when <laughs> Tyron Lue Lu needs a break. Phil Jackson, remember he used to not do um, – he used to just do the home games. And then uh, who was it? Um, was it Luke Walton or was it um, – actually, I think it was both. I think it was when he, it was Luke Walton when he was the Lakers and then it was uh, – oh, what's his name? Um, the 
the his backup of the Knicks. He ended up the uh, Kurt Rambis. They would they would coach the games for him, and hmm. he, like the away games. Remember this? I'm not making this up. No. Yeah. He, no, yeah, I, he, I, I, I don't. He did it a little bit with the Lakers too, uh, <laughs> where the, his his assistant coach would be the coach for like away games for like periods of time, and they would just deal with it because like all right, as long as we got filled with the playoffs. We could. That's uh, and that's also a system thing, right? I mean, that that's where I'm so low, and I've talked about this podcast so many times how low I am on Tyrone Lewis' coach. Mm-hmm. But like, he doesn't have a system in place that like makes the Cavaliers successful. Whereas, like, I think that the Warriors, in like the 23 game absence of Steve Kerr to open up the twenty, yeah, I mean, th- there was a system that he had in place of like. Mm-hmm. Just a really in, infectious system of, of passing and moving the ball and all the stuff that the players subscribe to. Even last year with Mike Brown, right? Yeah, it, it's yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I you know I, I think that the absence of Lou is different in a sense because now they they, they don't have anything to fall back to right. or to revert to. I don't think. Not that necessarily he was doing a huge job, but. The thing I, I was talking to my friend about, I was like, it's just going to be LeBron calling ISOs now. He's going to bring a whiteboard out with him to the court. He's going to wear it on his jersey just basically like put all the X's nose on the other side. And then just a big L for LeBron on the left. He may not be able to officially be player coach, but we know what's going on over there. <laughs> I, I guess, I do think that ball, they're only half game out of fourth, right? They've got like a small lead over the Pacers. Yeah, I mean, if they got they got love back now, I didn't even realize he came back yesterday. If that's the case, I mean, they'll they'll probably end up with that three seed. I, I would assume um, they're a better team than the other ones, but um, it'd be really cool if they didn't. <laughs> I mean, we, we we want them to land in the four or five, right? Then we yeah, then then we wouldn't yeah. play them. Yeah. Avoid them. So, I mean, I'd I'd rather avoid them. I'd rather play any of those other teams. I mean, the I, the, the one team I really don't want to play is Toronto, but obviously you'd have to go through them at some point. Barring some upset, um, but I, I, you know, I'd prefer to stay away from LeBron and let them play Toronto first, and then you only have to play one of those two teams. Yeah. I'll take the Pacers, even if they are a tough matchup. I'd take the Pacers or the Washington, whatever. I'd take either one of those over them. Yeah, I mean, do you think that the Sixers could knock off the Cavs first round? The, I, I think, think it would be a matchup? pretty cool matchup. And then, how about what if LeBron jumped ship in the offseason and went to Philly after they Go beat straight him? Straight to Philly. Everyone, that, would the thing is, Everyone would be on his shit after that. I would love these standings to stay the same right now because I'd love to see all these like fun. Because the, the Bucks want revenge on the Raptors from last year's playoffs, right? The Heat Celtics is like kind of a rivalry division. If you want, if like <laughs> it's like yeah, really, I think that's bad blood. Yeah, I think that's honestly the least compelling of the playoff matchups. <laughs> then you have the, the Pacers Wizards. Really, it really is. Yeah, I mean, they used to hate each other. Yeah. But then you got the, <laughs> the Pacers Wizards, which is going to be a really fun matchup. Sixers Cavs. Like, the, in Philly, there's going to be billboards, like all the stuff going on. They've got billboards in Cleveland right now that are yeah. trying to sell LeBron and going on Philly. So, they get I would love that. Yeah. Great. So no, that would that would be. I think that's that's the best way to line it up. I Complete agree. the process. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great. There's so much potential for this playoff. Oh and man, I, I will have to say to kind of. I know we're just jumping all over the place, but to go back to that injury stuff, Golden State similarly is also like they've got four of their all stars are all. I guess all of their all stars are all benched right now with injuries. Yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. And. 
you know, I, I the, they're looking the most vulnerable that they have in. Yeah, especially three. since they have like a team in their conference that looks like um, you know, that that Rockets team looks like they could beat them straight up. Never yeah. mind. No, so. This is like the first time that the the Warriors have been in second place oh, in the West yeah. since they like got this this team together since like Steph Curry and hey, and, and you know what that goes seven games you know that's that could be huge yeah um, if they end up you know if they end up in the conference finals like everyone would envision um, that could be that could be really huge um you know game seven at home James Harden like I wouldn't want to play him. In Houston, Game Seven, so, yeah, it'd be yeah, pretty I mean, wild. They got home court, right? So that's that's. This is always excited. I've been about the playoffs for a while, so I know because Portland is looking really good. Portland's on a fourteen-game win streak or thirteen-game right. win streak. You got the the Thunder that are kind of surging there at six straight. The Jazz mm-hmm. are at nine straight. It's like yep. every team in the West is killing it, besides the Warriors and the Timberwolves. <laughs> Timberwolves have dropped off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's. There's a lot of fun stuff going on, man. It's a good year to be a basketball fan. Definitely. Casual shout out to SU basketball. <laughs> Got to drop that really quick. As I say, basketball fan. We had our Instagram hey, last week. Doing the damn thing. We're doing the thing. We're doing it. Miles Bridges is going to be a Celtic next year, though. I promise. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know how that's even possible. I'm just saying it. Uh, so, okay. Playoffs. We've got... That matchup, and I, well, now we're going to look at kind of the glass half empty. The other side of this. So mm-hmm. smart, we're hoping for an optimistic return at like six weeks. That's middle. If he takes the eight, the latter end of his recovery, second round, he's not even there. Right. Now, unless unless the first round goes to seven, the second round goes to seven. Maybe he comes back in the end of the seven, like the, mm-hmm. the end of that that series. Is there a way to go without smart? Let's let's say that Kyrie is healthy. And that's fine. Is there a way to get through the second round without Smart against a team like the Cavs or the Sixers? I mean, it's possible, but certainly, um, you know, that's. I mean, obviously, I'd I'd rather play the Sixers than the Cavs if that was the case. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not going to be. It wouldn't be easy. That's for sure. Um, if you know, if LeBron's full tilt, LeBron. I mean, they're they're bad news for anybody. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's it, I don't know. Granted, Marcus makes a big difference, but I mean, it's not like he would be the one guarding LeBron anyway. Well, that's that's what I mean. Neither of the teams have anybody like scary yeah. at the one or two. You know? Yeah, I mean, right. It's uh, you know, unless Marco Fultz is back playing and actually looks like he can play basketball. Even then, you're not going to get a rookie who's going to immediately make a playoff. No, no, yeah, it just I mean, doesn't might- happen. I mean. I guess Ben Simmons is the one that'd be scary in the, on the Sixers, right? And, and again, I don't. That's not. That's. I mean, he's not going to be Marcus Smart's. Uh, you know, we, we know Marcus Smart can play pretty much against anybody on defense. But yeah. at the same time, that would more be Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum guarding him. Yeah, and you and both of those guys have stepped on defense. I mean, Jalen was yeah. on LeBron during last year's Eastern Conference Finals. He did a pretty good mm-hmm. job. He's improved on defense since then. You know, yeah. I mean, the Celtics. Yeah. They could do some stuff. I, we're talking without Smart. I think without Kyrie, yeah. we could still get through the Heat. I think, you know, Terry. I think that's that's an equivalent team to Terry Rozier leading the Celtics as point guard. That's. Like and what about job. this? What about this? Hey, I got one for you. Right. I saw somebody <laughs> tweet this, so I can't take full credit for it. But I didn't. I didn't think this. What about letting 
like Marcus Smart play with a club on his like hand, right? Then you, you, you don't have to worry about his erratic shooting and he's still in there like a menace. You just like you know? let him wear like a cast, just let him let him play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? I picture like old like WWF like Owen Hart with the cast on, hitting people like <laughs> when nobody's looking, like knocking people out. I think it'd be it'd be great. I, I wonder <laughs> I wonder what the feasibility of that would be. Do they like like who could with it? Like the NFL lets guys play. Like cornerbacks can play with like their hand in the cast. Yeah, and you got and you so, get, like Shohei Otani, right? He's got that like crazy hand thing on, so he doesn't hurt his hand when he's running the bases and stuff. Yeah. And like even batters like have like a piece of wood sometimes. That yeah, no, it's totally. I mean, um, I just the feasibility of like can he dribble with just one hand? Like what would? <laughs> I guess just don't let him ball handle, ever. Yeah, that's it. He doesn't. He, he can dribble with one hand, right? And then just uh, you know. Well, yeah, but that's, that's the easiest steal ever for any other team. Listen, not not with Marcus Smart. Maybe you just have him out there. <laughs> you underestimate you know, Marcus Smart. <laughs> you figure it out. You figure it out. Yeah, you're the one who has the Smart jersey, right? You're the huge Marcus fan. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's I. Me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm high on him, but I, I well, actually, no, I, I'd be interested to see it happen. And what's the worst that can happen, you know? If he's got the cast on. Oh, and you can take a couple guys out, you know. I mean, even if even if you know, you just put them in there to, to lay somebody out with it. Some old school wrestling style, <laughs> you know, metal in there or something, just clocking people. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just an idea, okay? Can we do that with Gordon? Can we do that with Hayward? Can we like, just wrap his ankle? Put it on his leg. Put it on his leg. Just like, amputate? I don't know what. <laughs> just like a lot of. I don't think, I, I don't think that's a good idea at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> although, although they've been raving about how good he is at shooting in a chair, so maybe you just put him in the exactly, corner. He still draws the defender. <laughs> he just sits there. And then, you know. I, hey, you, you could move him around, too. Uh, just like we yeah, had. Put him on a chair on wheels. He's got the other leg. And when you're on, yeah, like an office <laughs> chair, it's gonna slide around. Uh, you know, but he, Brad Stevens said that he's really good at, at hitting shots without jumping, yeah. right? And, and hitting from the chair. He did shots. You know what? He just doesn't have to jump. Fine. Or I guess we can just wrap it. I don't just, know. It's doable. Just shuffle up and down the floor. <laughs> yeah, just that. That's what uh, Nader can do. Nader can just push him around from the chair. Yeah. And if, and if and look, and if we've got Marcus out there on defense with the club on his hand, we only need four defenders, so he can just really just stay up the other end of the True. field and then cherry just, pick uh, the entire game. Yeah, Wolf will run that alley oop play. Do you think he ever runs that again? <laughs> I don't think he wants to. <laughs> they should do it the first play. Uh, yeah, that. that's the thing is he just, I, just just to get the get the bugs get the you know kinks out right away. <laughs> just you know, throw, throw yeah, the alley-oop. yeah, he goes zero to hundred. Just go straight for it. <laughs> it's the only way to yeah. do it. Um, finally, we'll close out with, uh, on Twitter, Isaiah Thomas did a ask me anything kind of deal. Some dude said, would you ever consider yeah. going back to Boston? He said, Hey, anything can happen. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the King of the fourth coming back to Boston? If that's is that even something you well, care about think, or like even would consider. I, I think when you're in Isaiah's situation that he's in now, you don't rule out anybody, right? Look, if anybody wants to pay me, I'll yeah, take He's doing money. all right in, in uh, LA. No, no, don't get me wrong. He's doing good with LA, but do you really think he's going to get more than like uh like if he's going to get big money, it's going to be like a one year deal for like you know 
bad. Well, I don't. I definitely don't think he's gonna get good money. I think that he, he's just he's no. unfortunate, and it sucks because I really like him. I think he's a great guy. And it does suck. Yeah, it sucks. And I, like, but what 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 do you think? What kind of deal do you think he gets? I, I wish Captain Cap was here right now with us because <laughs> he could he he could probably um, narrow this down better. Yeah, well, I was did. I was Our talking man. to Justin about it right, and I was convinced. <clears throat> That he would have like a, a negotiating fee of sorts to even talk to Boston because he's so mad at Danny Ainge. I just imagine he just wouldn't mm-hmm. be interested in like if anything, it would cost us more money to sign Isaiah than any other team because he would just ask for you more. Think so? You think so? Oh, see, I don't think so. I, I think he would love to come back, but the problem is he's gonna he's gonna want to start somewhere. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna want to be like the sixth man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously he's not gonna. I don't think he could come back here and play behind. Kyrie after getting traded for him. Yeah. No, that's 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 reasonable. But now let's say Kyrie's knee issue was something serious and he was going to miss like most of next year or something like that. Then you see it, well, maybe, you know, but I I couldn't see him coming back here to back up the guy. Yeah, Kyrie. no. I, I mean, I, I don't think there's a scenario that it would exist. Ended up with that role on others, but I don't think there's a say? scenario that it could exist, but... It's it's an interesting concept, and I'd love for my Isaiah jersey to be relevant again because I, I literally didn't get to wear it for a single Celtics game that he played in, unless you count. No, yeah, I never never got to wear it. <laughs> no, because he didn't play game one. That's that's right. I was talking to my friend about it last night. I, I, was, I was he's got a jersey curse too. This guy that I met at work, and he uh, he was saying that. I, well, I was explaining that I I got a Jay Crowder jersey. My dad got it for me. I thought that it broke the curse. Then I buy the Isaiah one. Four days later, Jay Crowder and Isaiah get Boom. traded. I was like, ah, my oh, God, I had to do it to myself. Ah, I should have seen it coming. I should have. I'm pretty sure you guys warned me too. That's a, well, I, I didn't want you to get the Jason Tatum jersey, but what did you do? You went and got it. So, so far, well, so Well, that good, one is but. a knockoff. So I think that's the key. And I, if I buy it from NBA.com, then they know. So big game tonight. Um, you guys are probably listening to this tomorrow, so the game already happened. But I guarantee Russell Westbrook goes. Uh, he's going for like his his third straight six game triple double streak, something ridiculous. He's going to stuff the stat sheet against us. That game to watch for. Sure. Handed. Uh, I, can't, I can't even can't even imagine. Then, then Portland. Uh, and then oh, we got Portland. Yeah. yeah. And then Sacramento. Um, so you know not. It's gonna be a tough three game stretch here. Sacramento so. should be all right. I don't mind them. They're still a bet, right? Yeah, no, no. But on the road, two games out the West Coast. There, um, you know. Hopefully, we get some bodies yeah, back soon. And the Trailblazers are looking nasty, man. They're a good looking team. Yeah, man. Dame has been just putting lighting it up. So yeah, he's finally getting his credit too. He's he's uh yeah. Watch player. next year. He still doesn't get an All Star bid. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, Dame Lillard doesn't get it. I don't know how it's possible, but it's happened every year. He's been war- like deserving of an all-star bid. Doesn't get it. So, Well, check out the links at the top of CelticsLife.com where we have a huge variety of shirts and hoodies in our store. And you can even get tickets to the next game under that heading. You can find the pod on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and most podcatcher apps. Make sure you subscribe to never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, be sure to rate us five stars. If you don't like something or have a suggestion, make sure to let us know in the comment of any Celtics Life article or on Twitter with the hashtag CLPod. We're always trying to make the pod great for you guys. And we enjoy it. We had a good time. We had fun. We had a, good, we had a fun pod this time. We were laughing. We had jokes. Yeah, I had a great All right. Anything else you want to hit on, man? 
I'm good, man. Peace out, everybody. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.